Anytime you visit the Qutub Minar in Delhi, you will find its door locked. It's been locked for more than 40 years, ever since 45 tourists died in a stampede inside the Minar in 1981. But there was a time when people could go all the way up the Qutub. And there were many who did because the Qutub was Delhi's tallest building then. It is 72 meters tall, about as tall as a modern 24-story building and the view from the top is fantastic. Not everyone climbed it for the view though. Every year, some ended their lives by jumping off the Minar's top. They were mostly poor people. But on the 9th of December 1946, the woman who jumped off the Qutub was not like the others. Tall, slim, beautiful and obviously a foreigner, she was the estranged sixth wife of Kapoorthala's Maharaja Jagajit Singh. For a month before she killed herself, she had stayed at the Maidens Hotel in Delhi. Every day she took her dogs out walking but on that morning the second monday of december 1946 she came out of her suite alone hailed a taxi and sped towards the minar about 20 kilometers away when she reached the minar the rani of kapurthala did something that should have made the taxi driver suspicious she left her handbag in the car and started up the stairs the driver waited patiently The minar was not an easy climb. At last, she appeared at the top and jumped to her death. While her body lay at the base of the minar, police checked the contents of her handbag and found out who she was, Rani Tara Devi of Kapoorthala. A postmortem was done next morning, the 10th of December, and that very day she was buried at the Nicholson Cemetery near Kashmiri Gate in Delhi. Although she was a queen, a rani, The Indian press maintained a studied silence on her suicide. The few reports that appeared just said the wife of a maharaja had killed herself at the Qutub. No mention was made of Kapoorthala. It was as though the papers didn't want the news to become known. The Madras edition of the Indian Express put the news on its second page below minor items such as Madras Colombo rowing contest postponed and BD workers strike in Malabar and South Kanara. So who was Rani Tara Devi? Was she a princess, the daughter of another maharaja? I spent many days researching her life last year and I'll share my findings with you in this episode. Rani Tara Devi's real name was Eugenie Marie Grossopova. She was a Czech national born on the 22nd of January 1914. Before accompanying the maharaja to India shortly before the Second World War started, She had been a promising new dancer on Vienna's most famous stage, the Burg Theater. In his book Maharani, Divan Germany Das, who served as minister in Patiala and Kapoorthala, says she was the illegitimate daughter of a Hungarian count. Dr. Leon Pistel, who had been Eugenie's guardian in Vienna from the age of 4 to 20 years, also hinted at this. He told the Canadian paper Photo Journal that she was the daughter of a very wealthy member of the Hungarian nobility. In 1935, Eugenie landed the important role of Anitra in the drama Peer Gynt. She made at least two stage appearances in 1935, and both times the Austrian press admired her for her beauty, femininity, and dancing. Austrian papers mentioned her as Nina Grossop Karatsonyi. After her suicide, papers in America, Europe and Australia also used the name Nina Grossop. 
So did her guardian Leon Pistol. So Nina is what we'll call her for the rest of this story. My Indian listeners might wonder how did Nina reach Kapurthala from Vienna. Leon Pistol, her guardian, told a newspaper that Maharaja Jagajit Singh saw her at a performance in the Burg Theatre. He was smitten and met Nina's mother Marie to talk about her. The Maharaja told Marie that he wanted Nina and her to accompany him back to India. Another article published in the Sydney edition of the World's News on the 23rd of August 1947 says Nina got a huge bouquet of roses from the Maharaja of Kapurthala who had been admiring her from his box at the theater. Leon Pistol was against the Maharaja's offer because Nina had signed a 3-year contract with the Burg Theater. But the Maharaja removed the hurdle by buying out the contract for $20,000. Shortly after this, 21-year-old Nina, her then 46-year-old mother Marie Grossopova, and a 64-year-old maid named Antonia Cora accompanied the 63-year-old Maharaja to Paris, London, and finally to India. They lived at the Jagajit Palace in Kapurthala for some years, but the Maharaja did not marry Nina until 1941 or 1942. Officially, she was just his guest. But Divan Germany Das says the Maharaja lavished all kinds of expensive gifts on her in this period. There must be some truth to this also as after Nina's death her possessions in the hotel suite were valued at many thousands of dollars. Maharaja Jagajit Singh was well known in Europe and America and his social engagements were prominently covered there. Whole pages were written about him. So I find it strange that his marriage to Nina didn't make newspaper headlines anywhere. It's true that the press's attention was occupied by the world war, but still to ignore one of their favorites in this manner seems odd. Maybe the Maharaja deliberately kept his sixth marriage low profile. But it is a fact that Nina and he were married and she was given the Indian name Tara Devi. I know this because the question of granting a British passport to Rani Tara Devi of Kapurthala came up before the British government in India in 1942. It turned out to be an unhappy marriage for both, maybe because of their 42-year age difference. Reports in the foreign press after Nina's suicide said they separated in 1945 and Nina started living alone. Leon Pistol claimed Nina intended to visit America in December 1946 to settle there and had asked him to buy a house for her near New York City but much as she wanted to Nina could not leave India We know her body was found at the base of Qutub Minar but did she jump or was she pushed From the very first Leon Pistol said he suspected foul play in Nina's death He alleged that a month before she died she had written to him saying Every day when I go out with my dogs somebody is asking me questions and follows me I don't know what he wants I think it's someone a detective but don't worry She had also been jittery since her mother's mysterious death a year earlier Pistol claimed Nina had left behind a fortune amounting to $150,000 including at least $100,000 worth of jewelry 40 coats of furs and 52 trunks full of clothes. The Bombay Chronicle newspaper of the 22nd of September 1948 quotes him as saying, "I will not rest as long as it is not clear whether the mother and governess died of natural causes and the maharani committed suicide 
or whether all three were murdered. In 1948, two years after Nina's death, Pistol wrote a letter to the government of India demanding an inquiry. Four years later, in 1952, he wrote another letter to Prime Minister Nehru for assistance and advice regarding investigation into the mysterious death in 1946 of Eugenie Grossop, popularly known as Rani Tara Devi of Kapoorthala. But by then, Maharaja Jagajit Singh had died, and the Rani, whom few knew while she lived in India, had been completely forgotten. The case was never investigated. Nina's grave still exists at the Nicholson Cemetery in Delhi. It's easy to find if you know the landmarks. I have made a video to help you locate it. You will find a link in the episode description.